Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. Good morning. And welcome to You Have Offended This Podcast. Uh, This is the podcast where we review old and new martial arts movies. I am your host, Mike McCarran. With me, as always, the baddest mofo lowdown around this town, Chad Lindsay. What's going on, man? enough. Hey, how are you, man? I'm good, brother. This uh, fucking movie holds up. Yeah, man. I'm excited to talk about this one. I... uh, I know you watched it a lot. I watched it a lot. We watched a lot together. Um, and I would watch it again recently. Before we did this, I actually said, I don't even need to watch this motherfucker. Like, I've watched this movie <laughs> so many times. I can recite it. But uh, <laughs> I did watch it again because it uh, just popped up on Netflix. So I'm pretty pretty stoked. It did. I, I thought I remembered more than I did because I hadn't watched it in forever. Um, and then when I saw it pop up on Netflix, I was like, oh, we fucking have to rec- what, do that as, as the podcast. Yeah. Um, but when I did, I watched it and took a bunch of notes and then I watched it again, uh, maybe not last night, but the, the night prior and just to watch it. And it, I, I'll watch this shit all the time. It's a good movie, man. It totally holds up. Well, I mean, this kind of goes a little bit outside some of the, you know, martial arts films, not always, but martial arts films are typically done low budget but this one was actually done and shot um you know more like a like a hollywood film and you know it really didn't get its due in the theater like it just basically got its ass kicked but home did i look that up yeah man like home video was like the shit for this vhs tapes like we're flying off the shelves from you know little kids in sackful picking up this tape <laughs> all over the world. I'm sure me and you made up like a third of this budget. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I looked it up. It, it was, uh, it cost $5 million budget. It made 1.7 million theaters. Oh my God. So I'm sure, I'm sure it made that back on home video. Oh yeah. Um, that's home video is where it's at. Like I, I'd never even heard of it doing a theater run. Uh, no, God, no. You know, and it the, came out in 89. Yeah, like we were in high school um, and we would like, you know, in those days, it was really the cover art that really got you going. But in those days, you know, you couldn't just stream a movie. You had to put some time and effort into it. You go to the store, you'd look at the martial arts section if your store was cool enough to have a martial arts section. Which ours was. Yeah. Well, you know, we had like 70 (laughs) video (laughs) stores. It's a good point. You 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 know, three kilometer strip. But yeah, this one, this one, uh, I just remember seeing it and renting it. And I was like, oh, this looks pretty cool. Yeah, James Earl Jones. Um, right. Yeah. And uh, I was like, geez, that looks like a dude version of the chick from Pretty Woman. Um, and <laughs> picked it up. Picked it up. And uh, I don't know how many times I rented it. Like we rented, like in those days, people didn't have huge uh, home video collections. Um, no. Yeah, rented because well, VCRs were were the size of a fucking coffee table. Yeah, exactly. Back in those days, <laughs> and the remote control had a cord that went across the carpet to your television. Yeah, you, fucking... you put your feet up on the VCR and your drink <laughs> and, your, right. and your steak dinner and your jalapeno poppers. 
<laughs> a pig yeah, with was... an apple in its mouth. But yeah, no, this was, <laughs> the, uh... this was this was awesome. I really love this movie. Fuck yeah! I was I was gonna say like if if people watch this movie, if somebody watches this movie and they don't like it, like we can't be friends. This is fucking oh, cool. It's a cool as fuck. Murder them. We're gonna fight. Yeah, we're gonna fight if you don't like this movie. I heard I heard through somebody say, and I think it might have been. Oh fuck! I can't remember. But the, Ch- this is Chuck Liddell's favorite movie. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because he's he's a martial arts dude. Okay, before we actually get into the movie, I wanted to run a quick question by you because we used to drive around and do top five lists all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wrote mine down off the top of my head, and I wanted to ask you because I'm going to assume there's going to be a significant amount of overlap. But give me your top five martial arts movies that involve a tournament. Oh, that involve a tournament. Well, number yeah. one, I got to go right out of the gate, Enter the Dragon. Yep. Um, <laughs> that was the shit. And just to compare it to to this film, in the opening of this film, there's a bunch yes. of guys practicing punches and kicks, very much like Enter the Dragon. I have that exact for, note. Except for the guys in Enter the Dragon were legit guys that they found down at the docks or whatever. <laughs> The guys doing punches not martial artists. at the opening of Enter the Dragon are not martial artists. So, yeah, no, my they're top not. five featuring a tournament. Uh, the one that I, I got to give it just for rewatch time. Um, rewatch time, I've I've got to give to Bloodsport because at, at this time in the night. 19- As I said, significant overlap. Uh, that whole thing with the Kumite and yes. Jean-Claude and goddamn Forrest Whitaker going through the fucking alleyways and eating oh, yeah. Chinese like that <laughs> that one was uh really really good oh um, yeah jesus you're catching me off guard here yeah um, i didn't mean to i didn't mean to put you on the no, spot no no but... no 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 that's okay um if i were to go through i, I remember they I'm don't need to be in a, in a no, specific no, 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 order no, just no, no, i'm gonna five. give i'm gonna go with the karate kid uh, <laughs> yeah not not the best not the best martial arts uh, as a film, but overall, yep. a, a fantastic, uh, a fantastic film, fantastic uh, storyline, acting, like everything. It was just an amazing movie, and you know, really comes down to uh, a tournament. And of course, you got uh, 100%. You know, get him a body bag line uh, <laughs> right <laughs> in there, which was uh, also incredible. So I sweep the leg, those, Johnny. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna end on my top three just because. Uh, I'm not sure okay. where I would go next. The other, the other two that I wrote down off the top of my head were the quest, the 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 other John Claude Van Damme one, Van the flashbacky yeah, old timey one. That was okay. Just, you, you and I went and saw that in the theater. We did. That was we did, good. and that was the the, the like the the movie itself was kind of. Eh. I only picked that as my number four. My top three were the exact same that you just said. <laughs> yeah, the thing and with, Enter Bloodsport and Karate Kid were my the top thing three. With the quest is just it ended so suddenly that just flashes to Jean Claude Van Damme with a bunch of old makeup on, and he's like, "So I won the tournament, and then I got the kids off the streets." And, it's and like, that's oh, that. And that is the end of this. Day. Smash cut credits. Like, yeah. it's not a good movie. The only reason I put it in was because I I liked the the styles that they put in the tournament. And again, I'm remembering 20 years ago. Like I watch them all. Like I watch Blood Fist. I watch American Kickboxer One. I don't know why there was a fucking one. (laughs) It's like Leonard Part Six. Yeah, like it legit said (laughs) American Kickboxer One. I was like, who puts a one? That's you're pretty optimistic about your success at the box office. About your financial success of the Um, movie. But I really think that those three, uh, 
uh, dominate. And then of course, yes. you know, you can add this one for four. Uh, and then I, I added, I added best of the best for five. Yeah. Um, yeah. This the is... other ones, when I looked them up, there was, there was a couple other ones that I thought would be like, yeah, they're okay. Like remember Mortal Kombat? Yeah. I wouldn't put that on the list. But... Oh no, it didn't even, it didn't even come up in my list. I looked it up and I was like martial arts tournament movies and I Googled it and then Mortal Kombat. And I was like, yeah. Dude, uh, the number all right. of goddamn K-Way karate school jackets in the 90s when that came out. <laughs> like, I saw it in the theater, right? With a couple of guys from my dojo. And yep. there was like there was like 19 dojos there, all wearing their goddamn karate school jackets. And then, the K-Way ones that folded yeah, up into the pouch and, and the fanny pack. Yeah, yeah and that, that goddamn movie, like, it, the, it didn't care if you were Taekwondo or Kung Fu or karate. It didn't care. You, the only thing that mattered was the raging, kick-ass rave soundtrack <laughs> that everybody yep. fell in love with. Right? It's like, Mortal oh yeah, combat. Somebody was doing some sort of kata to that song, like, or those dude, weapons right. katas where they'd spin the swords and the bow staffs. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like that was, that was goddamn intense. Get over here. That was God, that was intense, man. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> the music made that whole movie because the martial arts in it, if I remember again right, were not spectacular. <laughs> they weren't great. No. Well the acting was, was and not great. There's that. You know um, the, well, we'll have to do an episode on but you know as fucked as like we're watching it and all of a sudden it's like, oh look, it's Raiden. And he's like, hey, guys, it's me, Raiden. I was like, is that Christopher yeah. Lambert there? Like, <laughs> Hello, guys, it's me, Raiden. Hey, he has that weird Christopher Lambert that. accent that's not yeah. from anywhere in particular. <laughs> you got a funny accent, Nash. Where are you from? Lots of different places. It's like, okay. <laughs> All right. So sort of French, Rock, but man. not French, but whatever. Yeah, I, anyway, I will. I watched all the martial arts movies I can get my hands on. And I do remember yep. going to theater with that. I do remember every goddamn karate school dojo every every on earth everybody, everybody <laughs> just like packing the theater and uh yeah it was a good time good time it's so like your name off those three but i mean if you even go down to like a tournament and it wasn't even a tournament movie but there's a tournament that plays in it is that goddamn one iron and silk the, the, the oh movie. yeah 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 i enjoyed that movie that was really well done like just that was dope budget. as shit yeah like you know anyway let's uh yeah, very like, martial arts movie yeah very much so martial artists movie um okay so for this movie starts off 1989 um like you said the beginning very enter the dragon uh with the taekwondo dudes doing their thing and after they sow the field of the taekwondo guys doing their thing they smash cut to the automobile factory where eric roberts is welding a car door or something and he has what i'm what i can only describe as glorious hockey hair um that shit is flowing um, in this movie, he is 33 years old um, as, a, as a person, not as the, the character, but Eric Roberts is 33 in this movie. Um, as he's leaving work, he bumps into Mr. Blue from Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, Eddie Bunker. Yeah, Eddie Bunker. Kind of awesome to see him in here. And he then uh, he wants to he asks to go out, but he has to go see his son. And he goes to see his son who is learning how to ride a bike. Now, I was watching as I watched the film, I was <laughs> going back to watch it again. I was like, Walter, the son looks real old to be learning how to ride a bike and he's letting him go. And Walter's like, I'm doing it, dad. I'm doing it. He's like, yeah, you are. You're awesome. Yay. And I was like, he should know how to ride a bike by now. And when I looked it up, he's playing in the movie. 
he's five. Because Eric Roberts, like, he's five. My son's five yeah. and he's awesome. He's yeah. 11. Yes. At the time of filming of this movie. And I remember thinking, he looks like 10 because I have a 10 year old. And I was like, he looks like around the same age as my kid. <laughs> he should be. And he's 11. So he's yeah. playing five. Anyway. Well, he later so then gets they... hit by a car. So Walter's not really, you know, on, on the ball. On the ball, I mean. <laughs> he's, he's not fair an enough. intelligent child. <laughs> he he is playing his five. Bike. He was riding his bike. This whole thing is a catalyst for later. I'm cutting you off. I'm sorry. I'm no, going, please. I'm going later in the movie, but the irony is that Eric Roberts <laughs> teaches Walter how to ride a bike and then fucking leaves. And while he's at his U.S. karate team tournament, Walter was riding his bike in the street and gets hit by a fucking car. So Because he's if, left alone with his grandma, who's clearly not Alex doing anything. Brady was a bit of a better father, he would have been there. I'm... I'm, I'm I'm kidding. But anyway, <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, okay, smash cut. They go to uh, Philip Ree, who is Tommy Lee, uh, teaching his Taekwondo class, and he gets a letter. Now, I don't know if you picked up on this, but everybody, um, Alex and Tommy and the other members of the team, they all get a letter inviting them to try out for the U.S. National Karate Team. Now, Tommy's letter, did you notice this? The word congratulations, you have been invited. The word congratulations in Tommy's letter is spelled wrong. <laughs> Did you I know that? I did not notice that. <laughs> C-O-N-G-R-A-D. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> nice. Trying out for the U.S. National Karate Team. And we will get to why we say it like that in a little bit. But, okay, it's the U.S. National Karate Team, and this is what we have bitched about since day one of watching this movie. They're doing Taekwondo. Yeah. They're not fucking doing karate. Now, I know that's probably a little bit of inside baseball, but... I don't even think it is like, I think it's pretty immediate that you realize that this is, that this is Taekwondo. Like anybody who's ever studied any martial art knows. Yeah. Like, but I think you that can kind of overlook it. I think they do a lot of this film. I, I, I think that because this film has a larger budget that, that some arsehole producer was just like, yeah. like I could, I could, I could see it. Like this. Yeah. Philip they're Lee, not going to know. They're not going to know. Just make it karate. Well, it's not karate. It's karate, right? It's, it's Taekwondo. It's Korean. Ah, it's yeah. karate. What's that chop talking <laughs> shit you do? Yeah. 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 It's karate, I, right? I, right. I, I don't know that for sure, but I'm sure that it was something along those lines to make it more accessible. Um, yeah. to That would not surprise me people. at all. Yeah. yeah I'm at sure that so. it was something It was something like that. I would assume that it was written as a Taekwondo film and they were like, now nah, make it karate. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Well, uh, Philip Reed produced the film like he created the movie basically yes so i'm 100 percent sure he he wanted it to be like the u.s national taekwondo team and like you just said i'm a hundred i would bet all the money i will ever make in my life that some shithead producer was like nobody's gonna know what taekwondo is boy what's that shit? karate <laughs> well, it's karate right let's call it karate. It's the u.s national karate team right just do whatever you do nobody's gonna know like yeah somebody did that a hundred percent Hey, and thank you for listening to this teaser episode of the podcast. Full episodes can be found at patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. We do at least four episodes a month. Everyone gets one free. The other three are like this one, a teaser with the full show available with a subscription. Now there's five levels of subscription to choose from to suit any budget with the lowest being just five bucks per month. That's less than a rabbit harness leech thing on Amazon. I mean, what are you going to do with that? It's nice. I mean, don't get me don't get me wrong, but think about it. You can walk your rabbit safely 
Or you can get over six hours of original entertainment to make your workout or commute or life better. Plus, access to all the past seasons, each season being 21 episodes. Patrons also get to be a part of the Dojo Crew. You become a producer of the show. And the best part is you don't have to do any of the hours of work it takes to create an awesome show every week. You just reap the benefits. It's awesome. So head on over to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast and become a patron. You'll have our eternal gratitude and the satisfaction of literally being a producer of the media you find most appealing. Thank you so much. We'll see you inside the dojo.